0: This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. I feel like it's very analogous to your role in the Nouns community. It's very much creating cultural impact, similar to how you made the front cover of the magazine for inspiring people to wear helmets. is very similar, I feel like, to putting the, the noggles in, uh, in, that, in that local city. What city was it?
1: Yeah, that was actually in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. In Rio? Crazy one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, there's a lot. There's a lot of similarities between like finding your role in a in a community, right, and what value you bring, and how you you kind of like propagate whatever it is that you're trying to do in that community. For you, it was wearing helmets. In this example, it's 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 proliferating the meme of the now, right? The the noggles, which we'll we'll get to in a little bit. I just I, I remember seeing that online, and that always standing out to me as like one of the coolest crypto collabs to date where nobody really knew it was crypto, but there was so much crypto involved underneath the hood from a, from a cultural perspective. Yet integrating that that object into that environment gave it new life. We'll get into it in a minute. It's just a teaser for everybody that's listening, just a teaser. <laughs> I don't want to jump into it just yet. Um, but okay, so that makes sense. You're, you're, you're obsessed with skateboarding. You're this really cool guy from Australia. Um, you've been skateboarding, uh, I think you told me offline for 25
1: years, right? Yeah, twenty five years skating. <laughs> My body's starting right, to pay for it. You got funding, it. <laughs> got it. You got funding from the school.
0: Um, so where does crypto come in? How how did you come across crypto, and more specifically, what was your first interaction uh, in the in the crypto world?
1: Yeah, the the story of crypto is sort of in two parts. One that's very personal, but I'll touch on it a little bit, and the other side was just purely professional. So in my previous life, I was working in engineering, um, at a firm that specialized in distributed energy systems. So sort of think like, you know, control systems for switching electricity and providing renewables and all this sort of, you know, cutting edge stuff back then. Um, and basically I'd been married and divorced really young. Um, you know, a long-term relationship and then it basically didn't last a month after the, after the wedding um, and sort of went into a pretty, you know, deep bout of sort of depressive behavior. So part of that was, um, you know, trying to find myself traveling, um, financial problems, you know, all the things that come with a, a life-altering experience And had some other things that had all sort of bubbled up at the same time and just, you know, started exploring my own, um, being and my, my conscious mind some more. Um, and then sort of went down the path of using psychedelic drugs. And in the process of doing that, obviously ended up on the dark web because as a techie, I'd already heard plenty about it. Um, and it was at that point that Bitcoin became obvious and then I read the white paper and I took it into my work and this was, this was early, but I I didn't have like an investor mindset. So it was like 2014 or something. Um, and just, I was aware of it, but I didn't really fully understand like the economic impact. I just thought, wow, this is really cool. Like they can't stop me from buying the drugs. um, Mm. And, you know, I've met a lot of people that were introduced to crypto through that same means. And it's just because, like, the Silk Road and everything that followed it were, were a huge success in terms of product market fit. There were tens of thousands of people, you know, using this stuff. Um, and so having that background in these, like, distributed control systems and that sort of engineering understanding, it clicked with me. And I guess, like... As soon as it did, I just got really obsessed um, once I figured out a way that I could get involved, and that was in 2016 where I started contributing to some different projects, um, just various, uh, you know, tooling, a um, couple of, like, early coins, a couple of different communities, and just really trying to learn and basically did that unpaid for a couple of years and, um, you know, you'd get a few shit coins here and there for remuneration, but to be honest, most of them just went to zero. Um, so then, uh, that obsession just continued to grow. And it was in 2017 that I came across, um, crypto kitties and as someone who's very creative, but not really like a financial person. Like I don't still to this day, I don't really understand most stuff in DeFi. Um, but I definitely understand culture and discovering crypto kitties and looking back on some emails from Coinbase back when I was sending myself, um, ETH to a Metamask to play around with that. It's like really quite a nostalgic time. So stoked that i found crypto kitties.
0: That's, uh, that is pretty nostalgic. One thing that stood out to me in what you were saying is a psychedelic journey that you went on and then how that sort of helped you stumble upon the dark web. And then the whole crypto rabbit hole kind of kicked in from there quick side tangent. What's it like going through a psychedelic journey?
1: Well, it's, there's a couple of experiences I've had where I felt like I lived an entire life and then I was transported back. Like when I woke up and I've experimented reasonably extensively. Um, because of some friends that I had who were experienced and, um, and then like more from the theoretical standpoint, um, there's a psychiatrist and also founder of a, uh, crypto brokerage in Australia. Um, Dr. Prash Puspanathan, And he, he used to go to, um, Bitcoin conferences and stuff and speak on the topic of psychedelics. And I actually remember watching him do a talk, um, in Australia, like I think it was in 2018 about, um, psychedelics and Satoshis. And so he does all this research into like psilocybin Mm. use and how that can help with the number of different problems we have, you know, psychologically as humans. And just, it was one of these other things where I just couldn't ignore like the serendipitous experience of encountering someone like that, but also the fact that he'd seen all these um, sort of parallels between his previous life and his, his new life and then brought them together. And so that's kind of like a, uh, a bit of a metaphor for my experience with psychedelics is it's like it's allowed me to see different connections that I didn't realize before And it's just because like you get outside yourself for a while and you Mm. question things in a really different way. And if it's done in the right environment, like I'm not advocating for everyone to just like go out and do drugs, but if you have the right people around you that can help you with that kind of experience, it's, it's really worthwhile.
0: Are there any core principles or sort of values that, have developed as a result of going through these psychedelic experiences that you live by. Um, and if so, how does that affect your time in crypto?
1: Yeah, that it's, that's really interesting because, um, like my entrepreneurial experience has been, has also been really rocky, like my, my life. So like when I was, um, like 18, I got a patent for this idea and developed it, um, through to where it could, you know, be created into some software and all that sort of stuff. And icons weren't, um, out or popularized at that point. So we were looking at things like Palm PDAs for this, basically this idea that I had and through assuming things and just like making assumptions, I I got wrecked like multiple times. Like people took advantage of, you know, what I was working on or we, didn't see eye to eye, or I just sort of was completely, you know, um, not misled, but just like misguided (laughs) from at my own accord. Um, so that combined with like getting a fresh perspective on things has really helped me to live by this mantra of like, assume nothing. Um, because when you do, you're generally wrong. Um, and the fact is we're surrounded by loads of data and, like, plug to your own product, <laughs> Um, There's just so much data around, and it's readily available and quite often free. And yet, in crypto, we're in this, like, you know, don't trust, verify world, and yet it astounds me how much people assume. You know, there's just wild assumptions happening all around us, and I feel like to to... Be contrarian and find opportunities like in crypto, whether it's as a builder or an investor or whatever it is you're doing. Um, one of the best ways to be contrarian is to just actually look at the data, because most people don't, and they don't they don't look at like data from different perspectives as well. Like an example is people love to post like charts that show the relative search volume of different keywords on Google. Um, But there's way more interesting uses of that data. So you can put in a seed keyword into like Google AdWords Planner and get hundreds of other relative keywords and paint a picture of like a market and understand like, okay, how are people thinking about this thing as opposed to how many are thinking about this thing? And yeah, for me, that's just been like,